What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of We Everywhere, baby. I am your host. (laughs) You weren't ready for the ad lib? I wasn't ready. (laughs) Just keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Those are our ad libs now. (laughs) I got my own personal Migos right here. (laughs) Give me a a mama. Mama. (laughs) Mama. (laughs) Starting the podcast. Starting the podcast. Mama. I am your ooh, host. Ooh. <laughs> Let me get it out. I'm your host, Omar, and this is my co-host. Co-host, co-host, co-host. Nadia Mohan. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, wow, that was an amazing intro. Yeah. Uh, what's up, everybody? We were just laughing uh, As you, before the show usual. started. <laughs> Getting all our yawns in. <laughs> yeah, getting all our, our yawns in. Uh, making sure that we know to keep the microphones in front of us. Yeah, I always make fun of Omar because <laughs> he just wobbles the mic all over the place. Wobbles. <laughs> I mean, what, what other word could I use? <laughs> <laughs> I talk with my hands. It's And it's not conducive to microphones. Yeah. When you're like, listen. And then it's like... <laughs> It starts had, fading. Yeah. You, you The mic thing is a thing that you have to learn because... When you first start out, you don't know what you're doing unless somebody actually tells you, hey, keep the mic close to your mouth. You know, if you're going to laugh, pull away. Like, if you're going to clear your throat, you know, certain things Mm -hmm. that you just don't even think about. So, like, when I first started Ladies Like Us, I was like, whoa, that's a hot mess. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy because when I started the on the gumbo pot podcast mm-hmm. when i was doing that we've always had mics like mic stands right or boom arms or so whatever you never have been in control so it's always it. been yeah and other than that my other microphone experience would be in a band right so where you're screaming your i was like it was off. always very direct like the mic <laughs> comes you know up to your mouth because you're about to scream or you're about to whatever yeah. but when i'm talking i'm not used to talking into a mic i'm used right to, you know so if, if this podcast was all screaming, we'd have no fucking <laughs> issues whatsoever. <laughs> One of these intros, you should do a whole scream intro. No. Welcome! <laughs> I can't even do it how you it do it. Exactly, it's so hard. It sounds exactly like me. It hurts my throat. <laughs> oh, why don't you tell them? if I don't think we've ever talked about it, that you used to be in a band. Yeah, I was in a couple of bands. Um, mm-hmm. Started off in a punk band right out of high school. Right. Uh, and then uh, when that band broke up, I ended up playing with my brother and his friends from high school. Right. And these kids are all seven years younger than I am. <laughs> so it was like, you were the old if we were dude playing a bar or anything. With the eyeliner. You know, playing <laughs> bars. <laughs> yeah, I was the older guy in the <laughs> yeah and the so, bangs so, but it was funny because if we were playing like a, a bar mm-hmm. they couldn't get in oh right do you know what i mean so you were just on stage by yourself screaming <laughs> no i mean so they would have to wait <laughs> outside if, if a bar is cool yeah. or a club is cool and and they're uh, 21 and over they'll let the band stay outside mm. come in play and then leave again got it you know what i mean some some places are just like no mm-hmm. but but some places would but that's all the places we would play were like that. Which like, it. okay, they could stand outside because they were all like 18 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're not 21, so they can't come in until they play. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and that that was like a punk band turned metal band turned 
like metalcore band mm-hmm. going into almost a black metal band. Oh my god! <laughs> almost, but <laughs> almost not quite. But it then was that, more that's... of like a gray. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of gray metal? <laughs> it was a heathered. It was a heathered gray metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, but. How's everybody's week been? Hopefully good. <laughs> Mark put some crickets in there. <laughs> oh my oh. goodness. How's um, your week going? My week so far has been great. Are you tired of hearing me crying, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> I want a dick. It's been a week once again. <sighs> Where do you want to start? Well, Let's just start with, I mean, obviously last week I filled you guys in on like, just kind of going through some things, mm-hmm. important family things, uh, realizations, all that kind of good, heavy shit. <laughs> um, so I've just been processing a lot and, and, and a lot of deep thinking. Um, but my birthday was this past weekend. Mm-hmm. It was on Easter Sunday and I turned 36. Which is crazy because now I am no longer. I'm entering my late thirties now. I have entered the back end. Yes, (laughs) I've entered the dark side. So I don't know. It's it's it feels like these are the things that are supposed to be happening at this time. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm a seeker of growth and I'm a seeker of the truth and and I always want to live in that space and so. Now that I'm entering a new phase in my life, which is, you know, the latter half of my 30s, we're engaged, we'll probably be married, you know, sooner than later. And it's just a lot of big life changes. You know what I mean? So with that comes some uncomfortable growth spurts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I kind of led up into my birthday and after my birthday and just kind of reevaluating certain friendships that I have with people and just realizing that I've always known this about myself. My mom would always tell me, you know, Nadia, you give too much to your friends. You give more to your friends than they give to you a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And maybe they don't feel that way. Maybe you talk to my friends and they're like, Nadia doesn't do shit for me. (laughs) But um, (laughs) just, it does feel like that at times. And so I'm just learning who to, who deserves it and who I'm willing to give it to because not everybody, I can't, I can't, I'm spreading myself thin mm-hmm. and I can't do it for everybody. And, you know, I just, it's hard for me to say, no, I want to give, give, give to everyone. I want everyone around me to be good. I want everyone to, around me to look great and be happy and, and. I always feel like if I'm able to be a part of that, if I'm if I have a gift that I can lend, then I want to give it. But right, you know, it's just learning when and where. I just have to adjust those things. Yeah, I mean, and it's a tough learning curve, mm-hmm. um, particularly with friends, um, because you. It, it's like you're saying, uh, no, okay, knowing you, I know that if you're not doing the most. You know what I mean? If you're not really like, and, and I mean, in helping, not like you're extra or anything like that. I, I mean, mean I'm, I'm a little extra. It's okay. <laughs> all right. You heard it here first. <laughs> but if you're not like giving or providing like assistance or, or whatever, comfort, whatever you, you want to, you know, call it that day, 
you feel like you're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. But what I've all, what I've been trying to tell you is like, okay, but redirect some of that and do some of that for yourself. Yeah, that's you know the I mean? problem. Just save a little bit mm-hmm. for you. And yeah. I, and I know you start kind of feeling like, well, no, that's selfish. Or like you said, like, oh, you know, it'll be arrogant if, if I say that I'm dope. You know what I'm saying? And like people think I'm conceited or, th- you yeah. know, but it's like, no, nah, you know, save some of that, like ev- that everything, save some of that energy that you give to other people for yourself. Some, yeah. Save some of those compliments for yourself. Save yeah. some of that, like when you're bigging other people up, like big yourself up, yeah. you know, as well. Yeah, I'm not good at bigging myself up. And again, that comes with a lot of childhood um, roots mm-hmm. that. You know, you just, it's not that my parents didn't tell me I was, you know, good at this or I'm beautiful or whatever. It's just, you just kind of process, I'm just looking at the bigger picture without getting into too many details. Because <laughs> that's a whole nother thing, which <laughs> I have started to go to therapy for. That's right. Um, Yeah, I just, even before this whole situation happened, um. I had just been getting to a place where I'm like, just kind of sick of my own bullshit kind Mm -hmm. of a thing. And I think everybody kind of gets to that place at some point where you're just like, okay, enough is enough with this. Like you need to take, take a hold, take charge of certain things. And I just wanted to go to therapy to kind of gain better tools um, at dealing with life really. And so I started doing that. And then funnily enough, like this whole family thing came about like literally mm-hmm. shortly after my very first session. So right. I just had my second session again. Uh, and I like dumped everything on her and I was like, well, since I last spoke to you, <laughs> these are all the things that happened. And she was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> but what was funny about her is that, um, so I found her on Yelp. Okay. And I knew that I wanted a woman therapist. I just felt I needed something, I needed somebody that I could relate to, you know, that sh- she could understand my struggles as a woman and so forth. And and also I wanted someone, a woman of color of some sort, whether she was Mexican, black, Asian, Persian, whatever, just because I, it was a re- relatability factor. Yeah, absolutely. I know so, exactly. So uh, I ended up finding her. She's in Culver City. Her name is Shireen Hart. She's amazing. And she is Persian. So I can tell her a lot of things. And she understands the Persian culture, which actually helps a lot. Because mm-hmm. she understands the struggles that come with that of having a Persian father and what I went through. So, but it, what was funny, well, the whole thing I'm getting at is that my our first session with with her, she was like, okay, something that I like to do is personify that negative voice in your head, you know, that <laughs> that person that's telling you or that voice that's telling you you're not shit, whatever. Nance. And I go, oh, yeah, 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 Nance. <laughs> and she goes, you've done this already? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, her name's Nance. She's a bitch. <laughs> She's a good for nothing <laughs> low life. <laughs> <laughs> i hate her so much I but her. i carry her with yeah, me everywhere exactly I go. i'm trying to get her to shut the f up so <laughs> but it was just funny because she that was her approach which is something that naz and i had already explored with um on the ladies like us podcast we had mm-hmm. melissa ambrosini um and she wrote a whole book about that approach and we had her on and she taught us about that and we practiced that and so i've known about that approach since then and it does help it it is a helpful tool and you know she told me 
you know, Nadia, you are not Nance. You mm-hmm. know, you are not her. So stop thinking you're her because we carry that negative voice in our head and we feel like it is us. That is a part of us. And it's not. Everybody has it. Everybody has that bad voice. And you just have to learn to tell her to shut up or him to shut right. up. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, all right. Yeah. I was like, why am I paying you? <laughs> yeah. I know all this shit. <laughs> So I'm just kind of waiting till we get to the good shit, you know, because it's well, hard with therapy. You're always catching them up in the beginning. Right. Well, yeah, they got to get to know you. Exactly. Then, you know, a lot of times maybe what you're telling them, you know, they're jotting down their little POV. Right. And then it, it all gets fleshed out the more and more you, you talk to them. I assume. I don't know. I got kicked <laughs> out of therapy. So what do I know? You got kicked <laughs> out. How? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here it goes. <laughs> All right, so this was, I, I mean, I was young. Mm-hmm. So like I said, my brother's seven years younger than I am. Mm-hmm. So we had like a lot of turmoil, which now when we reflect on it, it wasn't that big a deal. But <laughs> but your parents sent you but, therapy for it? Well, that and, and I, it was like right around the time where I was about to, I was starting that whole like teenager just you know when you're just a piece of shit for a while like, like to how your old parents you? like 12 14? 13 oh, okay. you know between 12 and 14 yeah yeah, yeah. adolescence like that, like that kind of shit yeah. yeah of course i was just starting to hit my stride I'm yeah like, you know just being a crappy kid yeah. or a teenager right so it got it got to that kind of deal and then they just decided to take me because it was like he's always angry it was like one of those <laughs> things like he's always angry he's always angry <laughs> he takes it out on his brother and da 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 <laughs> and i was like look I'm, I'm not angry i just want to be left alone <laughs> you know is that kind of a deal yeah so they put me they somehow they hooked me up with a therapist but it was like an art therapy oh, okay so it was a lot of drawing and like uh-huh and it was it's, it felt weird because i was like <laughs> you know why am i drawing with pastels and shit like i don't want to be doing this so <laughs> just i made it worse yeah it was like draw what you feel and da, da, da. and i just realized that i was like well they don't know what I'm feeling. Like, I'm just drawing. So I just kept progressively making the pictures happier and happier and happier every <laughs> session. Oh, my You know what God. I mean? Because I normally you gravitate. You were trying to dupe them? Well, I normally gravitate to, like, darker colors. Just in wardrobe and everything. And I, everything, I, yeah. I, I like it, right? So I'm, like, black and grays and navies and whatever. And she's like, oh, it's <laughs> he's so, like, you know, I don't know, depressed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the hell she thought. She probably nothing. Probably she probably just thought like this kid can't draw for shit. <laughs> what a horrible <laughs> artist this kid is. But I was like, ah. and then I was just like, okay. So I just started incorporating. You know, you start going. You know, up the you color were spectrum. giving them what you thought. I they was just wanted. like, okay, you yeah. want me to to right, get better. Everything's fine. It was like you know, there's nothing wrong. Um, so eventually, they told my parents they're like you know what you're wasting your money and your time <laughs> yeah just leave them alone <laughs> like, this is, this is we're not gonna get we're not getting anywhere with them yeah <laughs> and it wasn't funnily enough it wasn't until my mom went to my high school mm-hmm. like she literally went to my high school to observe me with a counselor what? really but like yeah did you know no i didn't know i oh, ended up finding out later what was it like a double paint like a like, double well you know when you're at lunch you're all outside and you know okay in the bleachers or wherever the hell yeah. you happen to choose to eat lunch and we, mom my crew always had me. you know my crew always like hung out kind of by the bleachers uh-huh and i guess 
she came out and they were just watching me, I don't know, from a window or, or something. Mm-hmm. And the counselor's the one that kind of told me because she was also my Spanish teacher. Um, <laughs> which I'm sure she was certified for all of it, right? <laughs> private school, what you need, no. Like, yeah. You know? um, and yeah, I think she just told her, she's like, look at your son. Like, do you, does he look like he's depressed? Yeah. You know, does he look like he's sad or whatever? And I'm outside, like, Waka waka, like, trying to make <laughs> joke. yeah, trying to make people smile and stuff. Yeah, she was just like, no, nah. she's like, yeah, just leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, but that was like the last time I, you know, I went to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst therapy story. <laughs> Everything's fine now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm cured. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, my brother and I have a great relationship. <laughs> you do, because he realized you were just being an older brother, and yeah. like that's it, <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Like, sometimes that's just it. Th- sometimes that's just it. Like siblings are going to fight when they're younger, especially if there's a large age gap. Like, yeah, we are trying as the older sibling, we are trying to establish who we are, and we're trying to be like we're trying to find out who we are. And, Mm -hmm. and when you have your parents telling you to take your younger sibling everywhere, who is essentially a child and you're trying to be like, well, I'm not a kid anymore. You know, it's like, it's like a, like your shackles, you know what I mean? You're just like, why? Like, let me do my own thing. I just want to be with my friends. Like, please. And I feel like those are those things that you just learn by growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could literally turn, to myself now just be like oh he's your brother he he thinks you're the coolest fucking thing around <laughs> is like, that true mark <laughs> I mean, luckily he's not here today <laughs> wait till he edits this he's, he's gonna, gonna delete it he's gonna put a big like boo or something <laughs> in the back <laughs> he's gonna be like nah <laughs> nah nah <laughs> but i'm just saying like for the most parts you know when you have an older sibling like you think that person is like great, right? Because they either get to do more stuff than you yeah. do or whatever. They introduce you to music, this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. But all you want is to be like, yo, I don't have time for you. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so you know, sad. You're not cool enough or whatever, yeah. you know? And, and that sucks, but I feel like that's a part of life, you know? Just Yeah. You just have to know not to take it personal. It's nothing to do with that they don't love you or anything like that. It's yeah. just... It's a kid phase. It's a phase you go through as kids. Mm -hmm. And then you get over and you're like, remember when I used to lock you in the closet? Ha 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 ha. You're like, yeah, remember I used to like put your toothbrush in the toilet? No, I'm just kidding. That's really bad. I never did that. I used to have this thing where I would grab Mark from like, and he he was in on it, but it would really piss my parents off. Okay. He was in on it. Like he was in on it. This is... I would like put my hand like on the back of his neck mm-hmm. and like throw him forward. Like I was going to throw him to the ground uh-huh. and he would, you know, do like a tumble. Right. But it was always like super dramatic. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and my mom was, like freaking out. <laughs> um, but like I said, like, how old were you guys doing that? I mean, I don't know. He must've been like six or seven. Oh my God. <laughs> he probably thought it was so cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, just, flinging his ass to the floor and he was like tumbling like like some real shitty like circus act right right (laughs) but yeah i mean and and it should be said that some families are fucked up you know what i mean like most families are fucked up no but i mean like serious like where people do beat on each other well yeah like i think we got lucky uh both in parents and the fact that we're the oldest (laughs) no so no one's gonna 
no one's gonna beat us up. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get that part. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean? Like I said, we didn't have abusive parents or anything like that. We didn't necessarily always have the most supportive parents. Do you know what I mean? But that's, like I said, culture. It, it, it is what it is. But, yeah. you know, like I said, now that you're going to therapy and, you know, you're viewing things differently, um, it's I not, think it's only going to be uphill from here. Yeah. It's not that I'm viewing things differently. It's just the way I've already viewed it, but just more confirmation, more um, just the push in the right direction. Just it, it, It's just pushing me to do better and be better for myself kind of thing that's good but it's it's so far i've it's only been two sessions there's right. no major breakthroughs yet you know what i yeah, mean yeah, there's no sure. aha moments it's really me doing a lot of the work thinking deeply about a lot of things because mm-hmm. that's just how i am already like i mean yeah but ultimately you're the one that has to do the work absolutely so i feel like you're right on track yeah i hope so you know what i mean and anybody that's seen like a tv show or a movie is gonna know those intro therapy like exchanges do you know what i mean like what do you mean well when you were like she's like personify your thing you're like look i saw this on you know (laughs) such and such yeah i know how to do this you know what i mean so i feel like and that's what's cool is like you're not coming around saying like oh she's pointless but you're just realizing like this is the part of the therapy of the therapy that you know that i already knew was coming yeah (laughs) yeah she knows we've had those conversations that I've done a lot of the work um, to get to where I'm at. Now it's like, okay, what next? What, what, how do I deal with this now? Like, mm-hmm. you know, moving forward now that I've had all the realizations, like I don't need to do the, the deep, um, Oh, this is, I'm this way because this is, and this, like mm-hmm. I pretty much have a good understanding of all of those things. Right. It's just the moving forward, you know? I need where I need help with discipline and <laughs> timeliness and all well, those other things. And as we said, you were going through through all of that while planning your oh birthday. Oh my party. god. It's <laughs> just another thing that I'm like, I don't know if I could do that again. It was, it you was were, intense. You were like, Did you have fun? Did you like your birthday? I said, Yeah, of course I planned it. <laughs> I better have liked it. We were were trying to figure out what we could do for your birthday. Because last time we did a Zoom call with everybody. And it was great. Don't get us wrong. We have like a nine-hour Zoom video that's filled with just jewels. Everyone (laughs) that went to that Zoom party, it was especially because it was the beginning of quarantine. Right. Everyone that went to that Zoom party always tells me all the time, man, that was the best Zoom party I've ever been to. I don't even go to Zoom parties. I'll never go to another Zoom party. <laughs> Nothing could top that Zoom party. <laughs> it was just funny watching all these little squares get hammered. Oh, it, was no, it, was, it was early. It was April. So yeah. people were just like, okay, we'll drink at this Zoom thing. And people were getting smashed. <laughs> we were like four weeks in to quarantine. Oh, it was such a good. And then we started playing games. Remember we had Eric account- calling out questions. Yep. Uh, drinking yeah, games that was good so this one we were like we got to do something you know now the world's kind of opening up so we can figure stuff out so we started looking at napa we started looking at joshua tree we started looking at palm springs eh, you know just looking around mm-hmm. and everything is incredibly expensive yeah it's ridiculous like the airbnbs were just nuts yeah and a lot of our friends are going out of the country like well mexico just because it's affordable. It's like more affordable yeah. to fly somewhere and stay mm-hmm. somewhere than it is to drive up 
to Joshua Tree for a weekend. Exactly. Or All their Airbnbs in California, Big Bear, we looked at this past holiday season. Mm-hmm. Just everything is just skyrocketed. And I mean, of course it has because they know they're going to spike up the prices. They know people are going there. But it just sucks, you know, for everybody else that I, I just don't want to pay that much money for that. I just don't. Yeah, no, I feel you. <laughs> like, we have a wedding to save up for. There's other more important <laughs> things that I'm just like, really, do I want to spend all that money to go to Joshua Tree? Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, so we Vaughn, what you know, we always talk about Vaughn, one of our good friends. She offered her studio to us, which is in downtown LA. So she's a stylist and she shares a studio space with two other people. And it's this really cool, like, warehouse studio vibe. And she was like, you know, we're only using this for friends and family. Like, we can use it, no problem. But we had to clean the whole place beforehand. Yeah. Then set everything up. And then the worst part of it all, which is something I clearly did not think through properly. But I didn't think about the cleanup after. (laughs) Yeah. And so, therefore, (laughs) we spent Sunday, Easter Sunday, my actual birthday, I was hungover as shit cleaning all day yeah that was that was a bummer (laughs) and it was just the three of us yeah and well it was crazy because i woke up early well earlier (laughs) than you did um and i just was looking at it it's this huge space right it's like a big you know studio warehouse space yeah and it was just like damn we're gonna have to clean all this yep and even though i didn't want to do it and i was hungover i was like fuck it and I just started picking stuff up. You did up, so much. Stuff up. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. You did so much before I even woke up. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We wouldn't have gotten out of there. Oh. I mean, we we were there till like 5.30 p.m. the well, next day. A lot know? of it was a sitting down recovering. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> there was a lot of sitting like going, oh, do we wow. really have to uh, do this? No. We'll never do this again. <laughs> never again. <laughs> but the party... uh the party was dope. You yeah. know what I mean? For for what we, we did. Um I mean with uh, our friend Aja, who was also it was also her birthday, we created like balloon installation things, like archways mm-hmm. and stuff. Never done that before. That was yeah. fun. <laughs> no, sure. it came out great. Uh yeah, so we sh- I shared my birthday. Mm-hmm. My birthday's on the fourth, Aja's birthday is on the seventh. Um Aja is one of Nazanin's actually Aja was Naz's first roommate when she moved out when she was 18. Mm-hmm. So she moved in with Aja. And so I've known Aja since I was 20, I want to say. So I've known Aja for a really, really long time. And she's an amazing photographer and a fellow Aries. And her birthday was coming up. And we had just done our photo shoot. She actually shot our photo shoot. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about, what are you going to do for your birthday? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why don't we just do an Aries birthday together. And she was like, okay, I'm down. And so, you know, we did that. And of course we had made sure everyone was tested beforehand Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, it's just times are scary and we're still not fully comfortable hanging out with everyone unless we're all tested. So we definitely made sure to do that. And yeah, it was just nice to see everyone. We hadn't seen everyone since October. Yeah. So it had been a long time. We got a taco guy. (laughs) Um, Oh, shout out to the Good Cake Company in Inglewood. We always go to her. It's a uh, female black owned business. 
and she makes the best cakes and cupcakes, guys. Like, yeah, absolutely. I, I can't even begin to rave enough about her baking. It is she's bomb. Yeah, she's in Inglewood, and again, uh, it's called the Good the Good Cake Company. And I, I ran not ran into her. I started going to that cake uh, store because of your birthday. What? Four years ago, now? right? Something like that. No, three years ago. Three years ago, I think. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. wait, because last year, it no. doesn't matter. Just go. All right, fine. <laughs> so the point is, I was looking for a cake for Nadia, and at the time on Instagram, these Galaxy Mirror cakes had just started, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What?" And they were showing all these ASMR stuff videos of like stuff slopping on the cake. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, this thing looks really dope." They were making them look like like space. So I started calling just crazy amount of like cake shops all over LA. Mm-hmm. And people were telling me, no, I don't know what that is. Like they hadn't heard of it. The people that had heard of it were like, no, we don't, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. And then some big company like, like that you would be expected to do whatever if you had the money. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe their answer was that they were like, well, we'd have to charge you for research and development. Oh I was like, my! What? And they're like, what? well, we got to learn how how to do it. So we get. I was like, why is that on me? Oh like, I'm not gonna God. pay for you to learn a skill that you should already know. Like, but I was like, all right, whatever. And then just <laughs> out of yeah, like, I was like, you gonna charge me for R and D for a cake? <laughs> not even for the cake, yo, for frosting. Yeah, for the like, frosting. Give me a break. Um. So I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, and. She was like literally the last one. I was like, you know what? There's a cake spot right by the house. Literally, we can walk there. Yeah, I was like, let me go. So I go over there and I basically just broke it down. This is what I want. And I showed her the Instagram, whatever. And she goes, okay, I know what that is, but I've never done it before. And I was like, well, can you do it? (laughs) You want to try? You want to try? She's like, yeah. She's like, how? And I think I had given her like a good month and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, That's how early I was looking for it. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, I'll have it ready. And she did it, and it looked great. Nice. Yeah, no, it came out amazing. And it was a marble cake. It was Which is so not like good. your typical, like, wow cake. Like, you're like, it's marble. It's just, and it was delicious. It was delicious. Her buttercream, oh my God. Her buttercream is next <laughs> level. It, it, if you're not a frosting person, you'll like her frosting. Like, yeah. we cannot <laughs> rave enough about Cause, her. Because <laughs> even the next day, it, it never gets, like, dry. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Maybe it's just, I don't know. We still have some in the fridge that I'm like about to go fuck up right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So, okay. And then the flavors that we, so I got, um, just so you guys know, the tiramisu is killer. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some cinnamon roll cupcake. Um, I got funfetti, delicious. Um, carrot cake, next level. Yeah. Love carrot cake. And the red velvet. And the red velvet. I'm not a big red velvet fan. That's one of her popular ones. Mm-hmm. It is really good. All her cakes are super moist. Buttercream is amazing. So if you guys are looking for a cake spot, she is in Inglewood. Please hit her up. The Good Cake Company. We should even say, should we start saying, tell tell them that you got sent by We yeah, Were a Baby Podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> should we be like, huh? She's like, huh? Who are they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know them. I should go tell her. Hey, <laughs> we shot you out. Can you give us some cupcakes? <laughs> Uh, and that's true. We we didn't go with the cake this time. We went with cupcakes uh, because we were easier. trying to keep everything somewhat like COVID friendly. Yeah, like no big bags of chips. We ended up setting up basically like a chip, like bar. A chip bar of just Mini individually chips. bags of you know mm-hmm. uh, indiv- individually bagged chips. 
candy. Uh, all the candy was was wrapped. Uh huh. Um, and the cupcakes, like I said, those were all individual. So individual soda like, cans. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Everything was. We did our best. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. Um, and that's what we did for Easter. And what else? I know. Did you get it? You didn't get a call from your mom. I mean, I know you got one for your birthday, but she didn't mention anything about Easter. Like, oh, we didn't see each other for Easter. Is Easter big? No, we didn't really saw. Easter was always actually Easter used to be big in our family, which mm-hmm. is actually it's actually really sad because ever since my nana passed, like most families, you know, when you have that matriarch or the patriarch that that passes that is the glue that holds the whole family together. Right. It's just unfortunate that some families don't, they let the drama get the best of them. And so our family is not what it used to be. But before that Easter used to be a big holiday for all of us. It was one of the one holidays where we all got together oftentimes and did something. And usually I shouldn't say usually there have been a few times where my birthday has fallen on Easter. Mm-hmm. So growing up, my mom would throw, there was a couple of times where she threw just really amazing birthday slash Easter parties for me where we had egg hunts and, you know, everybody came and it was just this big event and it was good. It was a good time. My mom and I were just talking about that the other day, how we missed those days of, of those big Easter parties. But now, you know, I was raised Catholic, as were you. Uh, mm-hmm. My dad was raised Muslim. So we got to a place where we kind of, my parents don't force religion on us. Right. So that we got to a place as adults, my brother, my sister, and I, where we could kind of decide what we wanted to believe in kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. And I just kind of, religion is not my thing. That's what I'm going to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to get into politics or religion too often, but, you know, I am a spiritual person. Um, I would like to believe in God. I would like, I, I do believe that there are stories that are real from the Bible. I believe Jesus was real. Now, what I believe from it is that's up for debate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's up for There's too much man-made manipulation for me. Yeah, spirituality, religion, um, I feel like that's up to every individual person how they choose to adhere to those rules or mm-hmm. to that doctrine or whatever. You know what I mean? I, I gave it up a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but my family used to do the same. Easter mm-hmm. was big. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think a, a lot of it had to do with the fact that we all live so close. Right. Um, Literally. Like, yeah. And it was always, 10 just, minutes. and it was always just the thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, Mexican families is like, okay, let's, let's throw carne asada for this. And uh-huh. for Easter. Yep. And I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. So we, we would do that. Um, but we gave up on that. Like as far as it getting the, the more that the cousins, you know, would, the would be age, those, the, it's the, the age you just thing. aged out of it. Like, I'm not yeah. going to go look for eggs. Yeah. I don't have any kids to make them look for eggs. Exactly. So it was just like, ah, uh, the luster of it kind of fell off. Yeah. Um, but Easter was always fun. I did find out mm-hmm. that I got, that I get migraines from chocolate on Easter. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Only on Easter? If you eat chocolate, you get a migraine? I don't no, understand. It's, not, <laughs> it's not, that, not that it happens on Easter. Oh, okay. 
what the hell it's not like some kind of christ curse yeah like we're what? like oh on the third day Omar yeah. gets a migraine no the day he has risen my to, head hurts <laughs> i can feel him <laughs> yeah no it's um it's okay so there are some people who if you're prone to migraines or um just if you have this certain sensitivity to it chocolate can trigger headaches in people oh um because of a mix of the caffeine and some like Beta, beta, something, something, thelamaline that's out there. <laughs> okay. Um, but I used to, I used to just devour those chocolate bunnies. Oh. And not the like the little ones, the ones yeah, the that they give ones. you in a box. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I would crush those. Like, <laughs> I mean, all of it till your head to hurt. myself. And then I would get a migraine. Um, and one Easter, and of course this. I, Probably I never sugar ate, rush. Well, yeah, I never ate chocolate in that quantity because right. nobody ever gave me a huge ass rabbit except for on Easter. So. But your mom didn't be like, no, she well, wasn't she, like. There's a bunch of kids around. Like, she's not going to watch me. Oh, okay. you, know? you crushed so it. I would just yeah. crush it. Not like it. hidden in a corner, but just, <laughs> like, you know, as everything's going on, like, they're over there having their. There good goes time. the ears. There yeah. goes the head. Oh, <laughs> boom. <laughs> just eat the feet first. That's so much. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So then I remember I had a migraine. And then uh, if I would go to sleep, they would go away. But this one particular Easter, I, I, I woke up with it. Like mm-hmm. I fell asleep with it and I woke up with it. Uh-huh. And I ended up, yeah, I ended up g- going and getting like CAT scans and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it was like crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Like they gave me a the CAT scan. The doctor was like, see right here, it says that he ate too much chocolate <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> Diagnosis, Diagnosis chocolate rabbit disease. Ah. <laughs> How ridiculous. Yeah, it was crazy. And I've never. You must my... have really been really dramatic about it for your mom to I take mean, you to the doctor about well, it. Well, here's the thing. I never. I I mean, this shit hurt. Like, you ever had a migraine? Like, a for yeah. real migraine? Yeah, like, of course. You know, your eyes just. You can't even open your eyes. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, they were like, yo, maybe lay off maybe lay off the chocolate bunnies, bro. <laughs> the fact that that's the reason you got a whole cat scan and everything over eating talk, a chocolate I gotta, rabbit. I can't. I gotta talk to my mom to see like what the the series of events are. Um because I don't remember I just remember it like yeah, and they were just like, Yeah, I don't it was like, so something's weird. wrong with him. <laughs> <laughs> See, it says right here, some neurologists say that the migraine gets triggered because it contains chocolate, contains the amino acid tyramine. Ah, interesting. Hmm. There you go. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) So those are our Easter memories. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, that's so funny. You know what? Um, As we were speaking about your birthday, um, that will transition into what we ate. And we had Dave's hot chicken. Okay. So if you, we've <laughs> talked about day. it before. And I, I remember a listener actually were, was the one to tell us, like, no, mm-hmm. you got to try Dave's. So we're all good on Dave's. And our friend Jesus. Well, wait. First of all, let's go back for a second because this is just so ridiculous. So Omar and I, um, we. I had set up rugs and blankets and pillows on it's called the psych wall. I I, I can't remember the full term, but it's called the psych wall, which is what that white 
you see in um, photo shoot places where it's like it goes from the floor to the ceiling and it's all white. Yeah, it has a curve at the base. It has so a curve no at the base. Yes. At the bottom, which gives that kind of like unending. Yes. You know, you could be in a huge. So typically, you psych- don't want to oh, wear. It's short for cyclorama. There you go. PT taught me that. Um, and so, anyways, we put all these signs that said no shoes or anything like that because you're not supposed to walk on it with your your dirty shoes. Right. It's an all white canvas. Exactly. So put the blankets, pillows, whatever. You and I went to go lay down there towards the end of the night, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I ended up falling <laughs> asleep. Those rugs were soaking wet. That's so how drunk gross. I was, because I didn't even care. I was like, I need to lay down right now. So I lay, we laid down there, and then we ended up falling asleep and literally didn't wake up till the next morning. Everyone was gone, and we were <laughs> Omar and I literally wake up next to Jesus. <laughs> Just the three of us. I look over and it's like me over at Jesus. And I'm like, what really happened? (laughs) And Jesus is one of our really good friends. He's a celebrity hairstylist. I'm sure you guys have seen him. Jesus hair on the gram. He does Katy Perry's hair, Shay Mitchell, um, Kardashians. I mean, he's amazing, but he is hilarious. And so anyways, we woke up next to him (laughs) and, um, yeah, so we ordered Dave's. I was like, I really want spicy chicken. And then he's like, okay, let's order Dave's. So we <laughs> ordered Dave's, and it took forever to get there. Yeah, it took a long time. Forever. And then by the time it gets there, we open up the order. <laughs> and hey, Suze, I forgot to tell you this. He <laughs> called me and told me he didn't actually order all those. They accidentally sent us. It was a mistake on their end. Ah. But they sent us three was it three or four? Three. It was three. Three combos of, <laughs> if you've been to Dave's, you know that the combos are either a chicken sandwich and tenders or two chicken sandwiches, <laughs> which is absolutely ridiculous in my mind because I'm like, look at this shit. This is America right here. America. In what world do we live in that a combo for one person is two full-size chicken sandwiches with fries. You were outraged. I was outraged. I'm like, this is the problem with this country. You're like, I can't find just the one sandwich combo. Yeah, like there was no just fries and a chicken sandwich combo. Like, I don't want two sandwiches and I don't want the extra strip either. Like, I'm good with oh, the one so sandwich. Funny. And so I actually ended up ordering a la carte. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we were dying cracking up because Jesus had six sandwiches <laughs> sitting in front of him. And we were like, damn, he's rich now. Like, we were just he's not like, even checking the order. He doesn't even check it. Like, is this how the Kardashians order? Bro? Yeah. Like, just every chicken sandwich available. It was so funny because he opened all of them. And he was like, what's going on? Like, he was, he was like, why is there... Is these uh, are these yours? I was like, no, nah, man, I got my yeah, tenders right ours, here. Yeah. And he just was sitting in front of three boxes with just six sandwiches <laughs> and a shit ton of fries. That was so funny. Yeah, no, but he 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 called me after and he was like, he's like, so I didn't place that order. I only ordered one, and they sent me three combos. I was like, well, score because we took that shit home and put it in the air fryer and ate it for like two days. Yeah, we <laughs> ate all of them. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> We're disgusting it was so humans. Funny. You're like, what do you want to eat? And I was like, uh, 
I guess we we still have two chicken sandwiches. Yeah, left. I was like, all right. I wasn't gonna throw that shit away. Hell's not. That's some good chicken. And I mean, we we did it right. You throw the chicken in the air fryer. Mm-hmm. You take all of like the slaw and stuff to the side, uh-huh. scrape it off the bread, and then if you reheat the bread, kind of like it's a grilled cheese, like just a little bit of butter. Boom. Honestly, it tasted better the second time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You hooked it up. I had to. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I was like, oh, so this is how you do it. Uh, Just wait for great. the next day. <laughs> <laughs> and then to end um to end actually that 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 day, we decided to watch um what did we decide to watch? What was it called? Oh, Bad Trip. Oh yeah. Um yeah, I heard from a few people to watch Bad Trip. What did you think? Uh, you know what? I liked it. Like you did? so yeah, uh, you can find Bad Trip on uh on Netflix and it's a it's a movie similar to a jackass or similar to like that bad grandpa that that the jackass guys did where it follows a linear story. Right. Like it's a movie, but all of the people are being kind of pranked. Like Borat too. Yeah, Borat yeah, yeah if you will. Mm-hmm. Um but it stars Eric Andre and uh lil rel and tiffany haddish mm-hmm. and it's it's funnier than i thought it was gonna be see i had the opposite feeling really you didn't think it was this funny <laughs> um there were funny moments oh well, yeah for sure but overall it was just a bit too much for me and and that, and i like all that ridiculous shit <laughs> what do you mean by a bit too much i don't know though? i was just like come on okay this is ridiculous all right so i will agree with you I like, will agree they with take you. it far. Well, here's the thing. I think that's that's the Eric Andre of it. Yes. All. So, um, if any of you guys don't know who Eric Andre is, you can look him up if you want. He's, you know, he's like a stand-up kind of actor. Mm-hmm. He he's a comedian, but he had a show called the Eric Andre Show that yeah. would be, I think, on Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. And it always kind of ended with the same with him, like destroying the desk. Destroying, or yeah. He's really extreme, so he's in that, like. Or, you know, like how Daniel Tosh was like forever getting naked on a show. Yeah, like, that's it was his like, thing. yeah, Eric Andre's thing is to either have his clothes fall off or to like, you know, like just destroy things. Yeah. Um, so th- this had a little bit of that. Like, a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish killed it. But yeah, I but think she's hilarious. Definitely. And she was really funny. Yeah. Um, and since the, and since the scenes are all kind of individual pranks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean on, on the group. Like not all of them were great. Not all but of them. Some were great. of them were real good. Some of them were good. Yeah, that's the thing. So, as a whole, I was like, okay, but certain bits were really funny. Yeah, well, because they weave this story. Like the actual story is that Lil Rel and Eric Andre take Lil Rel's sister's car, mm-hmm. who is Tiffany Haddish, and she's supposed to be in jail. Right. So they take her car to go to New York. Because he's in love with some girl. Because he's in love with some girl. He's going to go sweep, sweep her off her feet. Mm-hmm. Sweep her off her feet? Sweep her off her feet. Swooper? <laughs> Sweeper. Sweeper. Swooper? No, sweeper. <laughs> Which is very Harold and Kumar reminiscent. Right. So that's that's the kind of the story. And then Tiffany Haddish escapes from prison or whatever and is now chasing them. Yeah. Trying so, to get her pink Cadillac. Yeah. So they do a, a lot of stuff like that where... They'll visit a location, then Tiffany will visit a location, then they'll visit a location mm-hmm. again, and stuff like that. And there's a one scene that's 
that's in a diner. No, mm-hmm. or it's a restaurant, whatever. That was funny. Man, that is a, probably the best one. Yeah, that lady was getting all involved. <laughs> and then her friend or whoever was, he said, you're talking too much. What was her Jackie, name? Yeah, he's yeah. like, Jackie, you're talking too <laughs> much. Oh, because, uh, you know, spoilers, but whatever. Um, They come in, they kind of make a scene, they leave. Tiffany Haddish comes in, is like, I'm looking for these guys. They stole my car. I'm going to kill them. Mm-hmm. And these people are like, what? Oh, my God, whatever. And then they come back, you know, uh, Eric Andre and Lorel come back. And now the people are like, yo, they're looking for you and they're going to fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. And, and it was just like, it was so, it was, was so funny. good. That yeah. and then the other bit that's really extreme, but I liked was the gorilla bit. When he, <laughs> when he goes into the gorilla cage and that. We'll just leave it at that, but that one I thought that was That was so ridiculous. <laughs> well, what I noticed in a lot of the movie is that while the pranks are being played, there's a lot of people who just don't do shit. You know, there's yeah. people that, that leave or like, whoa, I'm not about this. Like, yeah. um, like, is it, like whether it's danger, whether it's danger or gross or mm-hmm. whatever, like some people literally just sit there and watch. Yeah. Like, With their phones out. Don't do anything to no. help or didn't you know to tell anybody that Mm -hmm. that was crazy that's people for you yeah (laughs) i like the part where she escapes from the um the police bus yeah (laughs) tiffany (laughs) just comes out the police bus and there's a guy standing there and he sees it all and he's like oh shit and she's like (laughs) 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 and then she's like i don't remember what she tells him but then she takes off and then the police come and talk to him and he's acting like he doesn't know. It's just so yeah, funny. That dude did not. <laughs> that dude, it's great. He didn't want anything to do with her, uh-huh. but he didn't snitch on her either. No. Like when she comes out and he's like, yo, I just, he's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, you need to run. Like, you need to run get now. Get away from get me. Get away from me. I don't know shit. <laughs> I didn't see shit. Don't like, and he looks high off his ass too. <laughs> his <laughs> eyes, he looked high. Oh, uh, and then the cop comes and he's like, yeah, have you seen her? He, he, he's like, no but then he's like but if you want to go that way like that's on you you know what i yeah. mean if you want to walk that direction like whatever he played it real cool he's like i don't know anything but you know she didn't go that way so and then she came back she it was just so funny that that scene was really funny like, they're looking for you Get yeah out. it was so good she was like she's like you got a baby mama <laughs> yeah she's trying to hit on she's him. trying to hit on him thank you so much oh uh, yeah so, you know what I, I liked it it was cool uh you know, if you guys want something kind of funny to watch, uh, and you don't mind some of the extreme jokes, yeah, super crude humor, good. yeah, that was that. That was that. Um, I also actually started watching a documentary that it it just was you know it comes up like this mm-hmm. is next on your queue or whatever, and it was a documentary called Sea Spiracy, mm-hmm. which you said you wanted to watch. Yeah, so I keep I'm hearing glad about that it. I fell asleep because now we could totally you know watch, watch it again it. yeah um but it has to deal with uh plastic in the ocean right as well as like whaling and, and and stuff like that but some of the stuff like i'll just just tease it right like i'm giving you a trailer um, okay <laughs> it it talks about stuff that you might know that plastic ends up in the ocean um there's about 150 million tons of plastic already in the ocean. So sad. It's just floating out there. Mm-hmm. Like there's an island off the Pacific, I think, that's just plastic. It's just plastic. Yep. Um, and they just talk about how the plastic will break down because mm-hmm. it doesn't biodegrade. It just mm-hmm. breaks down into smaller and smaller mm-hmm. plastics, and they call it microplastics. Mm-hmm. And those microplastics outnumber 
the stars in our galaxy. Jesus. 500 to 1. Wow. Yeah, some dirty facts. Like, that wow. shit was, that's brutal. And the problem with that is that those plastics are being eaten by fish. Mm-hmm. And then that's what's killing, you know, that's killing fish. It's it's like beaching whales and stuff like that because they find just tons of cargo nets and stuff Mm -hmm. like that in the ocean. Um, So sad. Yeah. And then it kind of, it like shifts a little bit into whaling in Japan. Mm -hmm. So like in 1986, there was a whaling ban. Like Mm -hmm. you weren't allowed to hunt whales anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, That included dolphins and stuff like Mm -hmm. that as well. Um, and everybody has adhered to that. But then around 2019, Japan was just like, now nah, we're going to open it again. That recent? Mm-hmm. So they started, they started whaling again. Um, and no a lot way. of the, well, I, I don't know. Like I didn't get to it, but I'm assuming because they, they just, that's one of their big industries or whatever, but they were also phrasing it as kind of like they were considering them like dolphins and stuff competition. Like that because they eat so many fish, there's less fish for them to fish. So they got to kill so off the dolphins. So they have to kill off the dolphins like they're and trying whales to populate so that they can control. So they can get more fish. But the problem isn't that the dolphins are eating the fish. It's the problem that we are overfishing. Yeah. So there's less fish because we're overfishing. Right. But now you're turning around and blaming these Aww. porpoises, you know, and that's why you do that. Aww. And it goes into a little bit of like uh, what happens in the, I think it's like Taiji province. Um, or the Taiji Japan, which was uh, where they filmed The Cove, Ugh, which I, I don't know if you ever saw The no, Cove. No, I can't watch it. But the it's kind of like that. So uh, I'm really interested to see, you know, if it goes back into, you know, plastic and stuff. Like I said, I fell asleep. So this is very much a half-assed review. But those facts are like right away. The yeah. plastic facts were came like yeah. fast and furious, like right off the bat. And there was a bunch of like whaling facts and, and like, you know, how many fish and stuff like that. But like I said, I was falling asleep, but I'm really interested to get back at that. So I don't know if anybody's seen it. Let us know, <sighs> you know, and so uh, if you haven't, you should check it out. I know we're back with another depressing documentary. <laughs> God. Uh, but we have to do something about that plastic situation. It's crazy. And, and it's so hard because it's like obviously we got to stop consuming plastic. We have to stop purchasing plastic to the best that we can. But then it's like, cause Nas and I had another lady, I can't remember her name right now, but she was an environmentalist. And she um, was talking about that, about plastic waste and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we already have like you and I, you have all this old Tupperware from like forever ago. But the thing is, is that we can't, we got to just keep using it. We can't throw it away because then we're adding to the problem. Yeah. So it's and like I, you're stuck with your plastic Tupperware. And I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if, if Tupperware is even recyclable. Because um, I've been seeing a bunch of stuff like that on online that a lot of the plastic that we have, mm-hmm. it's not recyclable anyway. No, it's anyway. not. Mm-mm. It's like it might be made from recyclable mm-hmm. materials, but it... it you can't re-recycle can't it. Re-recycle it. Yeah, it's a huge problem. Yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> so depressing. Actually, you want to hear something that's not so depressing that I'm actually kind of proud of myself for? Hell yeah! Take us out on a high note. <laughs> so, if any of you know, I am like deathly afraid of spiders. Like that's one of my <laughs> biggest fears. I hate spiders. Like they freak me out. So, this morning I was in our bathroom, and. Or was it last night? I think it was last night I first saw it. 
there is a spider living in our bathroom and he's he or she <laughs> is underneath the lip of the sink, like the countertop in mm-hmm. the corner. She somehow goes into a little crevice in there and she's a pretty decent sized spider. I have not seen this spider. She's there. I'll show you right now. She's right. she's hiding. <laughs> okay. She comes in and out. <laughs> and so she was out the other day and then I turned on the lights and she scurried back in there because she was like hiding. Right. And then the other day or this morning, I told you about it and you banged on the counter. You were like, wake up spider or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, no, don't make it come out. I'm scared. <laughs> but after you left, she started to peep her head out and she was like looking out and I swear we like looked at each other (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, and then she was like, and it's like, we're scared of each other. But the silver lining here where I'm getting at is normally I'd be like, kill the spiders, kill them all. (laughs) (laughs) But for the first time ever, I'm like, I feel bad for the spider. Like I don't want to kill it. I want to like capture it and rehome it. Okay. I don't know. I have this connection to to the spider for some reason. She's like my friend. I'd like to see you capture. I don't know. Relocate this spider somewhere. Do you think you've made it that far that you could capture? I don't know. I feel really good about myself right now. Like I feel like I'm like conquering my fears. You said it's not a daddy long leg. It's not. It's like a real. Like, like I don't how know real of a spider are we talking about here? It's got a it's meaty, also not a good idea right? just leave it. It's like a recluse. <laughs> I always think everything is a recluse. Yeah, everything's a recluse. I'm like it must be a recluse. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't want to talk to me, recluse. Yeah, he's hiding, recluse. <laughs> See? It I'm going to show you. It's got a big butt on it and it's mm-hmm, it's mm. a sizable spider. It's not a daddy long leg. No, see that's crazy cuz daddy, daddy long legs I can grab them by the legs. I'll pick them up. Yeah, by I'm the not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'll never, ever do that. (laughs) Why? I'm never coming in contact with a spider ever. If I I capture the spider, it's going to be with the Tupperware. (laughs) I'm going to slam the cup on there. I'm going to hit it so that it falls in there. This is my game plan. It's going to fall in there. Okay. And then once it's in there, I'm going to seal it shut with the lid. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to take it outside and just throw the lid on the sidewalk till it walks (laughs) out. And then... (laughs) Once it's out, then I'll collect my plastic because I don't want to litter and (laughs) rinse it because that's disgusting and everyone lives happily ever after. Well, we are going to have to update everybody on whether or not that plan comes together. (laughs) I'm going to go show you right now. No, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. We'll go check it out. But just, you know, for the first time ever, I wasn't like, kill the spider. So... I'm that, telling that's you, it's just, a, it's just a week full of growth for you. It's a week full of growth, whether I want it or not. Me and spiders, we're one. <laughs> not really, but they uh, always find me, too. You know it. Well, maybe they're trying to tell you something, Mike. Dude, maybe you're like the spider whisperer. I, I might and be. And if you gave them a chance, they would write something in their web like Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. Let's get a little too crazy over here. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, hopefully, you made it through the whole episode. We, we were looking at our numbers. What we were saying, like, oh, some people only make it nine minutes in. <laughs> or that was our YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Don't matter. It is what it is. We're still going to do it, whether you like it or not. And that's right. And we'll be here every week. So thanks so much for joining us. Once again, I am Omar, and this is... I'm Nadi. You can catch me at Nadi and Moham Official. You can catch our main page at We Ever Were Baby Podcast. And of course, we have our YouTube page up with all of our couch quickies and... That is all. Send us some love. We appreciate it. It helps us grow. (laughs) That's the theme. Growth. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. We everywhere, baby.